tight. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners across all spectrums, that's a great way to start this off. I just want to be as inclusive as possible, make sure everybody knows that they are welcome here uh, with our family. But this is the pilot episode of Snapbacks and Interbrews. It's more than a podcast, folks. It is a podcast experience brought to you from the minds of Hunter Horenstein and me, Austin Scher. We cannot wait for you to join us on this journey through time and space, uh, through hats, through beers, through so much more. Um, And uh, and this is the pilot episode. So welcome. Thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, We are going to be uh, always rocking hats. Um, Those of you that uh, have seen us in person know that we have wildly different hairstyles, but both of us uh, look damn good in hats. We're going to be talking, talking to each other. We're going to be talking to some world-renowned guests that that you have have heard of um, and also not heard of. And that honestly just makes me excited. Hunter, talk to the people. We have been talking about that. I feel like we've been talking about this for a while. You and I were in each other's DMs on Twitter. Uh, we were talking about like the mental health side of, uh, at the time, um, working in sports. Mm-hmm. And, and we were like, dude, there should be a podcast about something like this where we could just let off steam. And you were like, yeah, no, I'm totally in. And then obviously, like, lives got busy. Um, Wait, hold on. Has, have things happened since then? Are there things happening in the world right now that I'm not aware of? I, there is a global pandemic going on right now. Uh, the we'll world is on, the world is on fire. Uh, it is it is fucking insane right now. And just like everybody else and their moms right now, uh, we decided, oh, let's make a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this came together in like a week. I like I texted you and I was like, hey, I've got I've got this great name for this show. If we were to ever do something called Snapbacks and Interviews, kind of playing off of Snapbacks and Tattoos. You have tattoos. I have tattoos. We both love Snapbacks. And you came out with some fire. You came out with some heat where you were like, no, 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 no. Snapbacks and Interbrews. And it was like head explosion, like Elmo looking at the nuclear bomb gif. Like it was crazy. And uh, And next thing you know, I'm getting texts from you saying, dude, I figured this out. We know I can do, we can do this. Like, let's do it. And now this is what we're doing on a Friday night. And this is, uh, I mean, like, I think it's just a perfect encapsulation of, uh, of, of who we are, you know, Hey, uh, we're going to talk about doing something. We're going to do it. Uh, don't ask us how long it took to get it done, but shit, it got done. Right. So fit though, motherfuckers, <laughs> uh, before we get too far into this, um, a couple of people, very important people near and dear to both of our hearts, uh, to just give a quick shout out to, um, that wonderful intro music that you heard a few minutes ago and, uh, the outro track that's going to take us out into oblivion before we're back with episode two. Um, those were done by a close personal friend. Uh, I lived with him for three years and not once did I have a problem with him. That's how special of a human being this is. That is Mo Sample. Mo Sample. Uh, check the description for uh, links to his stuff. But uh, absolutely fire uh, intro. And I uh, can't wait for y'all to hear the outro. Uh, so shout out Mo Sample for that dope ass music. Okay. So Mr. Uh, Mr. Ryan Canella, good, good friend of the program. Mr. Ryan Canella, we got to give him a little love. Um, he is a Microsoft Paint wizard. <laughs> <laughs> His, uh, he had he had a he had a painting of uh, Zion in a Pelicans uniform go viral. When you say a Pelicans jersey, 
This was on draft lottery night. Not the basketball Pelicans that ended up drafting him, but the world-famous and Southeast-renowned Myrtle Beach Pelicans um, of much greater notoriety and fame than any basketball team that I could think of off the top of my head, but I just wanted to make that clear for everybody listening in. Yes. Okay, so Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Ryan Canella uh, does a jersey swap, and you know, you see all these great jersey swaps going on in, in this uh, social media sports world and everything, and, and there are brilliant designers out there. Um, but Ryan Canella. Uh, he is a brilliant designer in his own right. He just happens to use Microsoft Paint, so he uh, <laughs> he he painted Zion in a uh, in a Myrtle Beach Pelicans uniform. It went viral. It was awesome. Um, so we were talking about who we need some artwork for this. If we're really going to do this thing, we we need it to stand out. What do, how, what is the essence of this show? Um, and it really is uh, Microsoft Paint, in my opinion. So Ryan yes. Canella, yes. shout out to that guy. Um, he also loves the fact that the name kind of is a play on snapbacks and tattoos because he's a huge Wiz Khalifa fan. He wanted to be Wiz Khalifa when he was in college. He will he will be absolutely the first to admit that, so I have no problem saying that. Um, but shout out to uh, to RC. Um, hit him up with a follow on Twitter at drcanella uh, and uh, maybe he'll uh, he'll start commission. You can start commissioning like Microsoft Paint art from from the guy. Hunter, what what are you wearing right now? Um, just from the neck up, I don't care about the, the rest, but the, the neck up, what, what do you have on that, uh, on that dome right now? We're going, uh, actually it is my favorite snapback that I do own. It's my go-to. It's the black Travis Matthew that I have. You know, I, I always like to wear hats anyway, but now I found it much more necessary to wear hats because my hair is absolutely a mess. Um, and, uh, I can't wear any fitted hats. They don't fit anymore. They oh. straight up just do not, my fitted hats do not fit my fucking head anymore. Because my goddamn hair is too long, so now it's Yikes. just now it's just snapbacks, and now it's it's backwards snapbacks. It the other part is flip flops. I'm always wearing flips. I'm always wearing yep. a backwards hat. And if I yep. don't have to, if I don't have to wear shoes, if I don't have to wear, you know, uh, like do style my hair or anything, I'm not going to. I don't want to. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's there's not really. It's a it's a nice black hat. So yeah. that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fantastic, and uh, and I have to say, uh, you you pull it off well. But uh, but I I think you're you're looking fantastic, and um. You know the 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 name of the show. Uh, you know it's it's snapbacks and and inner brews. Um, and I think that you choosing your current favorite snapback uh, is a really fitting way to to kick things off. I also have to tell you that great minds think alike because I am also wearing my favorite snapback right now. It is also an all black affair, uh, like you said, goes with everything. Um, this is a baseballism product. Again, hashtag no free ads, but uh, I do love baseballism. On the front, uh, there's a nice little circular rubber patch. Um, it, uh, <laughs> it's high-quality rubber. It's not coming off anytime soon. Um, and it's, uh, it's a, a 42, the number 42. Um, and above it, it says, there is a story. And below it, it says, behind every number. Um, and for those of you that don't know, 42 um, is the retired number of Jackie Robinson, who is one of my uh, favorite baseball players, favorite athletes, uh, favorite uh, – quite honestly, people uh, of all time. Um, and this hat uh, smells. Um, I've worn it a lot. Uh, I've worn it in the rain a lot. Uh, I've worn it in the sun a lot. Um, but shout out baseballism and shout out Jackie. Um, I also do have to say, because I have uh, no hair, 
and I want to make that clear. It's not less hair than Hunter. It's no hair. Um, I have cut my hair several times since February. I do it by myself in my bathroom. Um, and therefore my head never changes size and I do not go two to three buckles. I go, uh, all the way across, all the way across. Uh, and it's a nice snug fit again on the seven and one quarter dome of, uh, of mine. But uh, I love the fact that we both, uh, we both went classic. We both went black. We both went favorite to kick this shit off right here, right now. I fucking love it. So I cleaned my apartment last week, like top to bottom, full clean, needed it. And uh, <laughs> I had to go and to the, I had to go get an old box, like an old like shipping box because I don't have enough room for the amount of hats that I own. Yep. So I had to make that really difficult decision of, all right, which are the eight or which are the six that are going to be my rotation for the rest of the summer. And I had to pack wow. the rest away. And wow. I'm telling you, I don't mean to make this sound like, oh, Hunter, you have a bunch of hats. Like, and I'm not a very like fashionable, like I don't I don't care too much about like fashion. Like obviously I want to look good, but like I'd much and rather take you comfort. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I'd much rather take comfort over anything else. But that was really fucking tough to go through hats and be like, Am I ever gonna wear this? And then you start rationalizing with yourself, well. I could wear it for this event. I could wear yeah. it for this. It, what it comes down to is I was like, what are the hats that I'm going to wear um, indoors? Because I know that I'm going to be indoors a lot because it's yep. the south and it's hot and it's the yep. summer. Yep. And if I do go outside, I'm going to be outside either at night or I'm going to be outside during the day on the beach or on the golf course, yep. right? That's really the only time I'm going to be outdoors. And if I'm outdoors at night, chances are I'm either you know, at like for food, dinner, lunch, uh beers yep. whatever so you want to look good so it was a tough it was a tough mix i had to i had to pick the, the what hats that i thought were worthy of carrying me well, the rest know, of the way what's interesting to me is uh we i think fundamentally see eye to eye on a lot of things uh but i'm i'm realizing right now uh and this is my god a chef's kiss segue um, into us getting to know each other for the purpose of our beautiful listeners um but what i'm realizing is we we're very fundamentally different, even though we see eye to eye on a lot of things. Um, I recently purchased an additional furniture item for my bedroom, specifically for the purpose of not having to store any of my hats. So I now have a, a five <laughs> shelf uh, unit in my room that was, I think, uh, originally designed for women's shoes, um, but it's perfectly slanted. It has, uh, you know, again, five shelves. Um, I've got on the top... Uh, you know, the hats that I will wear outside to get sweaty, uh, a.k.a. this one, a.k.a. the ones that I'm definitely not wearing on any dates, if you know what I mean. And then I, uh, I kind of progress down the, the ladder uh, all the way down on the bottom. I have this uh, cowboy hat that I've actually never worn, but I, I have it. So if I ever need a fucking cowboy hat, I mean, I have it's there. Are you a wear a hat on a date guy? Oh, absolutely. So I have actually been called out by several dates for. Um, wearing hats to like all of the dates. So here's the thing about me and, uh, and for any uh, single girls listening, um, I'm just going to be straightforward with you here. Um, I am a, uh, a real life. Uh, what's that, that movie with Ryan Reynolds? Um, good luck, Chuck. No, it's Dane cook, but, uh, but good luck, Chuck. I'm a real life. Good luck, Chuck. Uh, last summer, the summer of 2019, three girls that I went out with, were engaged to the next guy they went out with before Christmas. So this was not a, oh my God, 
like three years into dating, they then got engaged. No, this was three girls that I went out with that the next person they went out with within like nine months were engaged. Two of them have already been married. Um, and this is July of the, of the following year. So I am very good at a first date. Like I fucking crush a first date. Um, I'm very chivalrous. I am from the South. Uh, and while I uh, am proud to not have an accent or any racist tendencies, uh, I am also proud to have that kind of a cotillion uh, background where like I fucking crush like first impressions. Dude, parents, if I ever meet a set of parents that aren't like, oh, you, you have to marry that guy. Fucking kill me on the spot because I failed. My issue is after like the third or fourth date, that's when girls start to notice patterns. Like, why are you always wearing black shirts? Why are you always wearing hats? Why do you have... Because black shirts are well, slimming. Well, that also, yes. Um, I am a hat damn near all the time guy. Uh, if nothing else, but for functionality, I have a history of melanomas in my family. Uh, and I have no protection on my head. So, uh, hey, if it's, you know, skin cancer or wearing a hat, I'm going to wear a hat. Uh, also, selfishly, I pull off a fucking hat. So we're now going to do a quick brew review. And I mean quick. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about these beers, Hunter, but we're not going to get too far into it uh, because I think we're fucking on a roll. And I really want to get to know <clears throat> who Hunter Hornstein is beneath the surface. So um, hit, hit us. What, what are you drinking? What are you, what are you sipping on tonight? So we talked about it before we started recording, the fact that um, – I'm big on a big seltzer yep. kick yep. lately, and it, it goes back to me just wanting to be comfortable. I'll take comfort over anything. Like, I will sacrifice looking good. I'll sacrifice whatever. Just, I, I yep. want to be comfortable. I will take comfort over anything. I think that trumps everything. Um, so I have not been drinking a ton of beer good. lately. Um, it's all been seltzers. However, however, Stephen A. Smith voice, um, big fan of lagers because IPAs, I don't know if you know this. IPAs have a ton of sugar in them, and they get you hungover the worst. Yes. So while high IPAs taste good, they have a shitload of sugar, and then that you feel like death yes. the next day. And if you're like Agreed. me, hangovers like now, and I know I'm not even that old. I'll be the first to say I'm not old. I hate being called old. I'm not old. I know I'm not old. I'm only 28. But hangovers now are debilitating. Yeah debilitating i have hangovers from my hangovers so i went to lagers lagers is what is what i is what i drink if i'm going yep. to do drink uh if i'm going to do drink that's not english but the only reason why i actually got this can or got this beer the first uh -huh. first try was because of the can and it was because it had a gator let me see that let it has this that. it has this gator on it and like the can's pretty cool it's like it's very stained glassy yes. um but it's got this gator and i like I, I like gators. I like I like gators. I like sharks. I like dinosaurs. That shit jives with me. I okay. like it. So I was like, let's try this. And so I tried it, and it was yeah. good. And so this is what I drink. Um, so I don't drink lagers all the time. I don't drink like fancy ass beers yeah. a lot. But when I do, that I'm gonna go with something local. I like to support local, especially if I can't find it yeah. anywhere else. I think that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, the Low Country Lager with the Gator on it. Gator. Did you see? Did you see the video of the guy kayaking in the Waccamaw River here in South Carolina that got charged by a fucking gator? Yes, yes. Did, I did. you see that video? Yes, I did. Okay, so like, must have been two days before I saw that video. So it was earlier this week. Um, 
at work in the office, we're talking about like bonding and team bonding and activities or whatnot. Somebody mentioned, let's go kayaking. Like, let's go find a river and go like kayaking or paddleboarding and like just cruise the river. Love that idea. Definitely want to do that. Lo and behold, like that night or the next day, I see this fucking video of this dude doing exactly that, going in a river, just cruising. Motherfucker gets charged yep. by a gator. He's got a he's got a GoPro on. He flips. The gator charges him. He jumps out of the way and he flips. And he falls into the water. The g- GoPro's underwater. I was half expecting to see the gator coming up through the to the GoPro. He flips back up and all you hear is just his heavy, heavy breathing. He like shakes himself off a little bit, and this guy hauls fucking ass out of there. He is flying. I saw that. I sent that to good friend of the program Ryan (laughs) and I was like I was like dude fuck this we are I'm not getting in a river fuck that noise forever um yeah I I 100% agree with you and while alligators and dinosaurs and shit may jive with you uh quite frankly they scare the ever-living shit out of me um I'm not about to get in water uh with a a man-eater oh I hope that got on the sound there That that was a clean crack uh, my third, uh, this is called Mad Manatee. Um, Mad Manatee from Bold City Brewery, uh, another local product here out of Jacksonville, Florida. And I am drinking an IPA tonight, and uh, I can't wait to drink more. Uh, it has a, a nice fruity air to it. Um, it's, a, it's a lighter IPA. It's like 7% uh, alcohol, I think. So it's not uh, you know, going to overpower anything here. Um, but I'm hoping to finish this one and at least a couple more before we're, we're done recording here. So things might get interesting. And, and I want to get into our first official interbrew. Um, again, like I mentioned at the top of the show, moving forward, we're going to have guests on We're we're going to have folks that, that you may know, um, that you may love, that you may hate. Uh, we're going to have folks on that you might've never heard of before. And we can't wait uh, for you to love them as much as we do. But um, we are going to dive in uh, to each other. We, we physically, mentally, emotionally are going to uh, dive into each other right here, right now for the purpose of pleasuring our, our audience. So, um, Hunter, if you... You have an incredible Oh, thank words. you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, but where are you from? And then I want you to walk us through every place that you've lived and why. Now, don't write a fucking novel. Just tell us where and why, and then I will do the same so that people can attach to us emotionally based on places that we have called home. This is ethos, pulling, tugging, psychology. Take it away. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Telling me not to do a novel is is a high task i ramble Dude, a lot. you and me both Are you uh me? it's not good yeah i ramble like a motherfucker um so originally from california originally from southern california long beach southern, uh, long beach california went to school up in northern california uh really small small college dominican university of california it's in san rafael which is in marin county which Marin County might be most famous for. Uh, that's where George Lucas's Skywalker Ranch is. Um, so I went to school up there, went to school in Northern California, uh, briefly lived in Palm Springs, California with a host family when I was interning with the Palm Springs Power, which was a collegiate summer league okay. baseball team. From there, that's when I made the move in 2016, made the move out to South Carolina for the first time. That was my first stint out here uh, on the Grand Strand. Um, I liken... 
South Carolina. So I liken Myrtle Beach a lot to, to Long Beach. People ask me all the time. Number one, actually, backing Super. up, when people say, why are you here? Like, Because I say, oh, where are you from? They, I say California. And they're like, what are you doing out here? I fucking hate <laughs> that. So I always just say like, oh, I got lost. Huh? But it's really not like people – for I don't know why people don't think this is a nice place to live. Like, I'm at the beach. Like, I grew up at the beach back home. I literally just went coast to coast. It's nothing different. It's just more humid and the bugs are bigger. Anyway, nice. yeah. Um, so S- South Carolina, uh, out here for a job um, with the uh, with the baseball team that I work for. Uh, that was year one, and then in 2017 moved up the road to uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, just right and, up the road. Uh, yeah. Just up the road, about 12, 14-hour drive. <laughs> Pennsylvania, Erie, on the on the lake there. Which and, lake is that? Uh, that's Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was really good. It was the right move mm-hmm. for me at the time, uh, professionally. Um, but fuck, man. Snow and all yep. that shit. Like, I've never... I've never experienced that kind of snow. I've never lived in the snow. Like, my... My experience with snow is very minimal. It's it's always been, um, it's always been just yeah, visiting, yeah. right? I'm always coming back to the beach, uh, so living in it was fucking mm-hmm. insane. Culture shock to the max. It's a ru- it's in the Rust Belt, which in itself is a culture shock. Um, and then I think also like the weather. So like, again, beach guy, California, southern uh, or South Carolina, like sun yep. all the time. You don't see the sun up there for nine months. Like, it just, it's gone. You just don't see the fucking sun. So, like, that kind of fucking sucked. Like, that sucked. And so, like, again, love the people up there. Have a ton of good friends up there. Had a a ton ton of fun, Uh by the way. Like, it was a lot of fun to be up there. I lived in this awesome apartment that was on top of a bar in downtown. I lived three blocks from the ballpark. Like, it was it was awesome. But that fucking snow, man. Like, I've got a French bulldog at home. This, like, he can't go outside because he tries to step off the curb and he falls into the <laughs> snow and he's gone forever. Like, it was yeah. just miserable. Um, so I spent two winters up there and then I moved back down to South Carolina, back to Myrtle Beach with the, with the team that um, I'm with now. Um, I, I keep saying, like, the team I'm with now. Like, I, I'm trying to separate this because this isn't, this isn't us at work. Like, this is different. This is, like, us on our personal time. But, like, for fucking every, everybody knows yeah. who I work for yeah. at this point. If yeah. you're listening to this, Myrtle yeah. Beach Pelicans. You're goddamn right. Um, so I moved back yeah. down here. I moved back down here. Uh, got w- worked working down here now, um, and, and I love it. Like, uh, like I said, quality of life is huge. Like, I can go golfing. I can go to the beach, or I'm yep. at the ballpark, and I love doing what I do. So it's you know it, that's why I'm here. Um, honestly, I feel very lucky to have been at the places that. I have been like, I've never had to live somewhere that doesn't have yeah. water. Uh, Long beach, San Rafael, Myrtle beach, Erie back down to Myrtle. I've been all over the place. Shout out to my dog. Who's been driving with me, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing here. And it's all been baseball. I've all like people who, if you don't know by now, I work in baseball. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's been literally, that's it. Like I've been chasing yep. the next job or whatever the opportunity gives me. And I feel very lucky to have been in the places that I've been. No offense to like South Dakota or North Dakota, but like if an opportunity had there, I'm sure they're fine. Uh, If, if I had given, been given the opportunity to get there right off the gate, like obviously I'm going to move and do that because I'm chasing that opportunity. But like, I just got very lucky to be in, in great places and 
get to know some really cool people here where I live. Good, good things happen to good people. Good people go to good places. And, uh, and yeah, so any, anybody, uh, listening to this right now from Southern California, Northern California, uh, Lake Erie, uh, and then down to Myrtle, um, Hunter Hornstein is your motherfucking man. So, um, I myself hail from Durham, North Carolina. Um, I don't know anybody from Durham that is not proud of being from Durham, but God damn it. I wear that shit on my sleeve. Uh, quite literally, one of my first tattoos uh, was of a uh, relic of Durham Bowl uh, history, Bull Durham, the movie, the Durham Bulls baseball team, Durham Bulls athletic park, Durham uh, athletic park. Um, when I was growing up there, man, it was different. It was different than it is now. Um, I've got kidnapping stories, potential kidnapping stories, home robbing stories. Um, I've got stories of uh, when somebody tried to jump me into a gang. Um, and I thought it was a real fight. So I fought back and won. I didn't get into the gang, but I beat his ass. Uh, we'll, we'll get to those in, in later episodes, but, uh, very proud, phenomenally proud to be from Durham, North Carolina. Um, lived there for the first 17 years of my life. Now, some people might be saying, Austin, 17, what did you go to college a year early? Like that's phenomenal. And the answer is no, I did not go to college a year early. Uh, I did skip second grade Duncan on all of you who have never skipped a grade when I say, that I skipped a second grade um, <laughs> from, from Durham. Um, I, uh, I actually hated living there growing up. Um, the closest college that I applied to was Ohio State, which was like a eight-hour drive. Ended up going to the University of Wisconsin in beautiful Madison, Wisconsin. Still my favorite city in the world. Um, some of my greatest memories are there. If you haven't been to Madison, go. Um, like if you like beer – go to Madison, Wisconsin. That's it. That's all. Uh, in Madison is where I worked for my first Papa John's. Uh, in Madison is also where I worked for my first baseball team, the Madison Mallards. Um, and uh, my title was Beer Mover. <laughs> my, my first Papa yeah. John's, as if it's like some gigantic career <laughs> it was, development. It was, no offense no, to Papa John's no, workers, well, but you're like, it's my first Papa John's, not a big deal, but kind of a big was, deal. Oh, what can I say? We fucking ran that town at that Papa John's location. <laughs> um, no, but I, uh, I worked, I worked for the Madison Mallards for a summer. Um, I, you know, I grew up going to Durham Bulls games after going to Madison Mallards games and, and in a work environment, I was like, motherfuck, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't care. Uh, I don't care how little I make. I don't care what the hours are. This is what I'm going to fucking do. So I uh, ended up in Burlington, North Carolina for a summer, which is right up the road from Durham. But that was my first internship in, in minor league baseball. Um, loved every second of it. Uh, ended up uh, moving permanently from Madison to Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, obviously have uh, a deep North Carolina roots. I'm proud of it. It was there for a few years and then came down to beautiful, sunny, always 75 degrees without a cloud in the sky, no matter what the news is telling you. Daytona Beach, Florida, where I currently am. Let's go to sports allegiances. Mm. Mm. I know this. I know this is a big one for you. I know you like your sports. Who are you repping? Yep. What? Yep. Uh, yep. Where are your allegiances yep. lie? So this is yeah. This is important that everybody listening knows this. Uh, I was born at Duke Hospital. I was born at Duke Hospital as a Duke fan. I will forever be a Duke fan. I was a uh, Duke basketball ball boy. I was a Duke soccer ball boy. Um, my babysitters growing up were all Duke athletes. Um, by the way, that's that's pretty freaking which cool. That, like to be able to the like doing the ball oh, boy stuff. Yeah, like dude. they're 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 like for Duke, there are people. 
that fu- like, they're grown ass fucking men who wish they could fucking Dude, do that. So like this, and I also we were under the age. Now it's all student managers, right? Because of the the fucking liability. But when I was doing it, I was in fifth and sixth grade. I'll never forget the two thousand one two thousand two season. Um, Maryland. For anybody that knows college basketball, knows exactly where I'm going with this. Maryland was a fucking studly team. Uh, Steve Blake and Juan Dixon ran the backcourt. Lonnie Baxter was this human giant that started at center. I was out there early one game rebounding for Lonnie Baxter as he was taking warm-up shots. Steve Blake comes running out of the tunnel, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Steve Blake. He's an All-American. That's amazing. An instinct as a child was to get the rebound that Lonnie Baxter put up and then shoot the ball or pass the ball to Steve Blake. And I did. And 6'11", 300-pound Lonnie Baxter almost ate me in one bite. Anyway, uh, a huge Duke sports fan. Um, That is not just Duke basketball. I remember going to a game, a football game, um, in Ted Roof's last season against UNC at Wallace Wade Stadium in Durham. There were maybe 500 people there, and I had a sign that said, 0-12, fire roof. Um, Before that, Carl Franks, like, bro, like, I lived through the shit Duke football era. I am a Duke sports fan. Um, I was going to lacrosse games before the scandal, before all the Final Fours, before all the national championships, Um, women's basketball. Shout out Carol Lawson, just took the head coaching job, is going to flip that program on its head. Joanne McCauley ran it into the ground for the last 12 years after Gail Gestenkors was a fucking stud. Best college basketball coach I've ever seen out of Mike Krzyzewski, or outside of Mike Krzyzewski was Gil Gestenkors. Um, but shout out Duke basketball, shout out Duke women's basketball, shout out Duke wrestling, shout out Duke lacrosse, Duke soccer, Duke football. I'm a Duke sports fan. Obviously, uh, Wisconsin, uh, I'm the biggest Badger fan in the Southeast. I'll say that. The 2015 men's national championship game was tough for me. Duke, Wisconsin played each other. Um, and when I say tough for me, I mean two hours uh, of orgasmic sports television for myself. Um, I was watching my two crews, my two sets of boys go head-to-head for a national championship. It was gorgeous. Um, being from Durham, though, I don't have any pro allegiances that are local. So my family's from New York. I'm a Yankees guy. I'm a Giants guy. I'm a Knicks guy. My family runs deep up there. Um, Yes, that means that I am a Duke basketball fan and a New York Yankees fan. I have fought people for it. Come at me. That's it. Mic drop. Hunter, who you got? (laughs) That quintessential just douche sports fan. I love it. I love it. Uh, (laughs) I I rep a lot of – I rep obviously a lot of of, uh, Southern California. Angels fan through and through diehard angels fan um that's that's from my mom shout out to my mom for that uh she actually had season tickets when reggie jackson signed with them way back when and she got them in right field so she could be closer to reggie she loved reggie jackson i'm pretty sure she loved him when he was with the yankees too like yeah fuck yeah that's awesome she hates the yankees (laughs) but like she loved reggie jackson who didn't love reggie jackson the guy was a god um rod carew also uh halo second baseman hall of famer with the twins uh she's a big rod carew fan um so yeah angels through and through i'm telling you we had a streak once and i love i love this streak i I went to i think it was eight or nine straight opening days with my mom uh with the angels and it was it's one of those things where you look back and you're just like fuck though that was cool you know yeah um that's what we bonded over that that's that's what gets us through so go halos um i'm a cubs fan now just by by association um being able to see the guys in our system Go up guys like Ian Happ, David Bodie, and seeing them have success um, is really cool. Uh, I would like to say that I, I, 
I decided I was a Cubs fan before they won the World Series in 2016. So I'm not <laughs> a fucking bandwagoner. Uh, but uh, big big fan of the Cubs now. Um, so hopefully uh, hopefully Cubs Cubs fans can welcome me in into the tribe. Um, as far as like other sports, so football is an interesting story. Maybe this this could be a story for another time. But I'm a Steelers fan. Huh. Um, long story short, didn't have NFL growing up. Yep. When in LA, yep. when, when I was a, a kid, um, I'll tell this story another time, but, uh, my family's anti chargers, uh, my grandpa rest in peace, especially fuck the chargers. <laughs> um, so didn't have a NFL team. My best friend at the time, shout out Connor Westcote. Uh, his dad's from Pittsburgh. They're Steelers fans. Anytime there was football on TV or anytime I was really exposed to football, because my mom wasn't a huge football fan, uh, it was the Steelers. So obviously you want to be like your boy, right? And uh, it was like, hey, the Steelers are my guys. Yep. Like that's my team. Yep. I'm going to rep the Steelers. So those are my guys. I, I, I love I love them now. Like Juju Smith-Schuster is my favorite. He's from Long yep. Beach. Troy Polamalu was my boy growing up. That was my favorite player. I still have his jersey. Snoop Youth Football he went League. To, Shout out Juju. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he went to USC, which come which brings me to to college football. Mm. I am a huge college football fan. I think I love college more than I love the NFL. Um, USC, the real USC. Mm-hmm. They're the only USC yep. that hasn't had to change their name. Yep. That's a dig at the University of South Carolina. Preach. Fight on, fight on forever. Yep. They are national champions. I don't care what the NCAA says. Free Reggie Bush. Free Reggie. My boy is free. free. My boy is free. The 05 Natty game was the hands down best sporting event I've ever seen in my life. Even though Vince Young ripped my heart out and I still, I still am not over it. It was the greatest game I've ever seen in any sport. Phenomenal. Love the Trojans. Have a lot of great memories of of growing up, watching them do their thing. And then uh, with basketball, it's got to be Lakers. Go Lakers. Uh, Family friend uh, used to have season tickets. Um, he's he's since passed, but growing up, he uh, he had season tickets and uh, took my mom and I all the time uh, to uh, to Laker games. Yep. Rick Fox was my boy. That was my guy. <laughs> I loved Rick Fox growing Do up. You mean obviously sweet feet lo- from holes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of digging, Grandpa. That's too damn. That's bad. too damn bad. Oh, what a great movie. That's such a great reference. I'm glad you said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, love, love, love Kobe, obviously. And, and uh, uh, when he passed earlier this year, like that was one of the first, like, there's been a couple celebrity deaths that have hit me pretty hard, but like Kobe hit me hard. Um, yep. And that was a lot of because the Lakers were such a huge part of, of, of mine and everyone else in LA, uh, our, our lives growing up. The Lakers won the 2010 NBA championship against the Celtics on my graduation day for high school. Oh, like it was, oh. it's just, it's fucking poetic. So love the Lakers. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where, that's where I'm at, but it's, it's really, it's football, football, baseball for me primarily. I want you to tell the listeners one thing that they absolutely need to know about you. Oh, just one. Um, not to get super serious, and we can. T- I don't know if we want to talk about this on the pod. Yeah, we do. In future episodes, Absolutely. maybe we, we do. do. Um, but not to get super serious, because again, like we've talked about it, this this what we're doing here is kind of a release from life and everything else, which is why I'm cursing like a sailor. Yep. Um, 
so not to get serious, but, but, but mental health is, is huge for me. Um, I think anybody that knows me either on a personal level or a superficial level where they just see me online on, on Twitter, um, like I have, I've gone through a lot of shit of my own. Um, and I've also seen mental health struggles affect the people that I love, both family and friends, um, to an effect in, in the worst way. Um, so to me, that is huge. I am a big proponent of it's okay not to be okay. And I want to make it very clear. I was not like this all the time. It took me a long time to get there. But now that I'm here at the point where I'm okay with being very open, I'm very open. Like you can see my Twitter feed. I'm very open about my own struggles. I'm very open about um, medication that I take or the therapist that I see. Like I'm very open about that stuff. And, and I don't expect everyone to. You can't expect everyone to. But – uh, it took me a while to get to that point. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if I could see myself 10 years ago, even six years ago, five years ago, and be like, man, like it, it's going to be okay, that would have done wonders for me. So uh, I guess if there's one thing listeners need to know, it is that mental health to me is, is very important. It's something that we need to talk about. It's something that needs to be destigmatized. It's okay not to be okay. And above all, like if you need somebody to just chat with, like, your boys DMs are open. Yep. Like I, I am, I'm, I'm not a professional by any stretch, right? I'm not the person to, to, to talk you off the ledge. I'm not, I know I'm not, but I am the person that if you just want to chat and just need somebody to, to talk to, like I'm here, I got it. And, and I think there needs to be more of that. I, I know I've got a tremendous support system. You're part of that support system. Um, and there's a plenty of other people that are, that are there. And, uh, I have a lot to, to thank other people too. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's okay to not be okay. You know, ain't no shame in the mental health game, bro. Yeah, man. You couldn't have said that any better. And, and I, I mean that sincerely. That was beautiful. And, um, I, man, like there's, there's so much that could be said and I'm sure over the next few episodes, we, we will say them, but there's so much that could be said for this community that we're both a part of. Um, of minor league baseball employees and and people that on the surface seem like they are always 100% of the time, full go entertainment, outgoing, personable faces of the club faces in their community. Um, And at the end of the day, uh, there's a whole lot of sleepless nights. There's a lot of uh, uncomfortable sessions in the cars. There's a lot of panic attacks behind the scenes Um, and I think one of the things that I appreciate the most about you is how open that you have been, um, and how present you are for other people. So, um, I'm glad that you said that we didn't rehearse this beforehand, but I'm glad that you made that your one thing that that you need people to know, because I think it's a, a massively important thing for people to know. Um, and I think that as much fun as we're going to have through the course of this podcast, um, that is the reason why we started it is for, for this to be a release. And hopefully uh, folks listening um, feel that same sense of, of, of release that, that we do. So um, yeah, thank you 100%. for saying that, man. Let's, let's, let's go to something more like not serious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big fashion guy. I know you're a big fashion. Guy. <laughs> so hit me with the typical outfit night on the town. What, what do you got? Oh, okay. So <clears throat> that's a good question. Um, I am a, I'm a color blocking guy. So either my shirt and my hat are always going to match 
my shirt and my shoes are always going to match my pants and my hat are always going to like, there, there's going to be some sort of blocking um, whether it's like torso and legs or whatever. I have a closet full of t-shirts. All of the ones that I wear regularly are black or Navy blue. Uh, like you'll never catch me out in a light shirt um, unless it's just, you know, for, for shits and gigs. But if I'm out on the town and the object is to either impress myself or impress other people, I'm always going to be in black or, or blue on the top. Um, I'm also a huge shoes guy. I have like 70 pairs of sneakers. Um, my closet is filled from wall to wall up to the, the edge of my shirts coming down with sneakers. Um, and uh, always, always, always the sneakers are going to be the focal point of my outfit. Um, I have beach shoes. I have club shoes. I have bar shoes. I have dinner shoes. I have banquet shoes. Um, I do have dress shoes, but even when I was accepting, um, and this was not for me, I was accepting it on somebody else's behalf, but even when I was accepting like a 40 under 40 award with everybody important in the city there, I was rocking Jordans. So, um, yeah, always fresh shoes, always a hat, dark shirt, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of lucky brand jeans. If it's cold enough to wear jeans, I'm going to wear those luckies. They're soft as shit and they're flexible. Fun fact about your boy, I can do a full split. And if I can be in an outfit that allows me to do that split uh, in a scenario where I may stand to gain a new friend um, or a new companion, I will do that split. So uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's my night out on the town uh, outfit. <laughs> <laughs> a new companion. <laughs> Fuck out of here! That's, oh my again, god! Could be anybody. Could be. Could be. Uh, and and I mean this sincerely because it's happened. Could be an elderly gentleman at the bar who I end up spending the night with. Uh, you know, hearing their stories uh, about war, about life, about marriage, about their kids. Um, Yo, old people's stories are the best. yeah, dude. I like I, people stories. I, I love. Uh, I love, and, and that's what's honestly killed me the most about these quarantine times, these quarantine times is uh, I love being out with people. Like I love meeting new people and making new friends. And um, even if they're only friends for a couple hours, like I, I will be friends with you at a bar if it's going to lead to me having a better time at the bar, even if I never talk to you again afterwards. Love to hear that. That's I'm easy, man. Short t-shirt flips into a snapback like it's that's it's not it's not that hard for me you have a look you have a look it's very much it's very much like that's what that's me at this point like i like i there's been a couple times when for work i've had to like dress up like in the off season in the winter and stuff and i've been like fuck like i don't have anything to wear like what the fuck do i wear i don't even have dark black jeans like i don't (laughs) i don't have any fucking thing um for you if a first date is going well like say like an hour, hour and a half in, like what whatever you're doing, where is your mental? Like what's your game plan from that point forward in the date? Fuck, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Full trade, I haven't been on a date in a long time. And like I'm talking like a date, not just like a hey, let's go hang out. Yep, yep, yep. I think you know what I mean. I know what you like, mean. Like like an actual like date fuck man i don't know uh if i can somehow get charles in play because what what i and 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 what i've found out is that like no matter what i do no matter how good i look no matter how well i'm presenting myself no matter what i do 
It doesn't fucking matter because they all want to see Charles because Charles <laughs> is a fucking French bulldog with big old eyes and he snorts and he's just cute. Yep. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. I get used. I have been used just to get to my dog. And that's okay. At this point, though, I'll be honest, Austin. I just, I just want to text back, man. I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, I just want to text back, dude. Bro. Well, okay. So just like, just text me back. Just tell me you're not well, interested. Like, I'll be the first to say I'm not good at that either. I'm pretty bad at that, and and I will. And I'm not saying this as an excuse, but I chalk it up to me just being very busy. Yes, typically, yes, typically because it's it if it's, it's baseball tough. season, like I just I. If it's baseball season, I don't even talk to my mom yep. for two weeks. Like yep. that's bad. I, I like I'm not the best at it, so I'm not going to cast stones. But like, just 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 tell me. Like I I don't like like it's not it doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm not like upset about it. It's okay if I get ghosted. Like to me, I'm not. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But it's also like I, I don't know. Like maybe just just straight up, just be like, nope, not feeling. Then I could be like, perfect, awesome. Boom, well, so that's next. so here. This brings me to a, a, a an alternate question. So you you mentioned earlier, you're 28. I'm 27, almost 28. We're sitting at the same stage in life. I would like to think that both of us have been phenomenally successful in our professional lives, if not for anything besides the fact that both of us are doing something that we love. And I'm not going to put titles or money associated, but the fact that I, I, I know both of us every day get to go to a ballpark and have a great time, um, that, that, that is a, that's a huge piece of success in, in my mind. Um, what are you even looking for? Like, are, are you looking for an advancement from a first date or no? I don't even know, man. That's a good question. And that's fuck. You're asking me shit like my therapist. Hey man, this is, like, this is what? a preview of snapbacks and interbrews. These are the types of questions that we will be asking our world renowned guests. It's, it's, it, it's like, I don't know. I I'll be the first to say I'm terrible at commitment outside of like my job yep. or career. Like, for a long time, it's always since fucking what twenty twelve. It's been career, 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 and like get to the next level, get to the next level, and just yep. go. And to me, that just makes sense because I know I know what it is, yep. right? Like I know what my task is. I know what the end goal is, and you just keep chasing mm -hmm. that. Like with relationships, I I don't know. Like the longest relationship that I had was in high school. It was four years yep. in high school. It was sophomore, junior, senior, end of uh, first year of college, and that, and she was still in she was still in high school. Um, so like I, I don't know. Like I've had some relationships since then, and, and they either fall apart or fizzle out, and and a lot of it is probably my fault. If we're really being honest, um, you can't do that to yourself. No, I'm not going to allow you to do that to yourself, no, sir. But I I don't know. Like I think. I, I do subscribe to the, like, you can't search for it. Yep. Like, you can't actively search for it. Like, it'll just come, right? Um, but I also think, like, I definitely I, I definitely could put in a little bit more effort. 100%. But I'm also, like, you know, I, just, I don't know if I care yeah. that much. Yeah. I don't know. Well, dude, like, I think it's important that, like, uh, like we're, we are still, like, very young in the grand scheme of things. And I think that while, yes, like, uh, people that we both know and respect within our industry are our age and are engaged or married or have children, more power to them. But I completely agree with you in the sense that when you're, when you're quote unquote married to the game, we're young within this industry, we're young within the profession. 
uh, and when you're chasing what you want professionally, your personal goals do kind of have to, to fall by the wayside. Um, and when you have those, those personal goals, whether they're, you know, for yourself or for a relationship, it's tough to make them coincide with what is happening in your professional life. I'm not saying this as, as a man. I'm just saying this as some guy that you're happening to, to listen to. Hunter is a hell of an eligible bachelor. And, uh, <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're interested, it's H underscore Hornstein on Twitter, slide into those DMS and, uh, you know, just, I send dog pics. I send a lot of dog yeah, pics. Yeah, uh, Char- Charles is very much in. Charles is very much in. He, I- he has to approve, though. That's the thing. I'm, I'm serious when I say that. Like, I've told people, like, if you don't, like, Charles is number one to me. Yep. Like, that's my yep. guy. Like, he's yep. number one. So if you're not cool with me being like, nah, I'd rather hang out with him. Which is weird, by the way, to fucking say. Be like, yeah, I want to hang yeah, out with terrible. Dog. He's number one. Like, if he doesn't like you and let's be honest he fucking likes everybody but like i also feel like pets kind of had that weird intuition so like if he's not down then i'm sorry like i'm gonna i'm going with him 100 percent of the time at, or i'm going with my career yep. like it i i it just it is the way it is um i think i've i've tried to do some like i've tried to have conversations with people within the industry about it and it's like it's almost as if i'd prefer that because at least that person knows and like you both understand you both get it right that being said it's nearly fucking impossible to make that happen because they just end up fucking going one way you go the other way and next thing you know you're not you haven't talked to them in fucking a month like it's fucking impossible so this and it's frustrating and it's mad and now i'm upset austin now you're upset and in my here's the thing here's the thing if a potential mate does not also have that drive for their own personal life and their career and their goals it will 100% not work if you add up those percents 110% invested and 100% won't work that's 210% we only have 100% to work with right and this is this is several beers in math but that's a what the that's fuck are you talking about? 110% too much percent is what i'm saying that's that's what i'm saying you only you only have 100% right so um, Jesus, man! What kind of math is what's so, happening? Well, so here's here's my answer. It to to if if a, a first date is going well an hour in, um, I will 100% immediately start planning towards a second date. That's that's my answer. To where if if we're that far into a conversation or an environment where both of us are experiencing that together, whether it's like a, a beach day or a community fair or a movie or whatever we're doing. Like if we're that far in and we don't hate each other yet, I'm thinking, all right, great. We're going to have to do this again. We're going to have to change the environment. I want to see you in a different place. I know you want to see me in a different place. Let's see what that can lead to. I think this is a perfect segue um, and I'm not going to start. I'm going to make you start this, but we are officially going to enter into what is going to be my favorite segment of this podcast. We're going to call it the shot in the dark segment. And uh, all of our guests, everybody that we interbrew over the course of this podcast, uh, we're not going to tell them ahead of time. If they listen to the show, great, they'll know. But if not, it's going to be a slap in their face. We're going to send a message to somebody from our past or somebody in our current life that we want them to know, but we're too scared, quite frankly, to say to them outright. So this is going to be the first shot in the dark. 
and Hunter, I want you to, to, to understand this completely. We're not going to tweet at this person. We're not going to text this person. We're not going to tag them in the post of this podcast going live. We are going to hope that they happen to listen to this podcast and hear your message to them. And we're both going to do this, but I am going to make you start with your shot in the dark. I want you to pull up from deep and take a fucking shot. Do I have to use real names? Uh, if not real names, you have to use something that they would understand. Fuck. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. All right. Here's a shot in the dark. All right. Here we go. I fuck. All right. So, oh fuck. If there, we're, I... we're gonna do this. We're listen. Listen. There's gonna be people that listen to this who I know will absolutely know who I'm talking but here's, about. Here's the thing. And there's going to be other be people. There's also going to be people that have but no here's, clue. Give me that shit. All right. So I know there's going to be people that will listen to this and, and they a hundred percent know who I'm talking okay. about. They're going to have an idea of who I'm talking yep. about. By the way, this is a fucking terrible segment and I fucking hate you. For this I shit. can't wait. Um, I'm going to use initials. Okay. I'm going to use okay. initials on this. Um, so uh, this is me speaking to her. Uh, AK, I, I noticed that you got engaged and from the bottom of my heart, I do want to say that I am very happy for you. Don't really follow you on social media. Like we're Facebook friends, but I unfollowed you. So you don't show up in the feed. And this has been a long time. Like it's, it was from a long time ago. I don't believe I follow you on Instagram. If I do, you're muted. <laughs> I don't think you have Twitter. I honestly, I don't know if you have Twitter. I don't think you do, but uh, I heard through the grapevine that you were you were engaged, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm happy for you. I'm I'm happy. I hope it works out. I hope things are well. Yeah, I I you know that's uh, fuck. I hate. This wow. This <laughs> oh wow. All right. That uh, that's nice though. I'm being nice. Like I honestly, like I do truly. I I truly am like I'm happy for for her. I am. Truly, deep in the recesses of my soul, I'm happy for her. I hope, I hope that you know, I hope this guy is you know the guy. It, obviously, it seems like they are. I don't know how long they've been together. It seems like a while though. But like, you know what? Good for you, kid. All right. So uh, that hurt me. I that hate this me. segment. I fucking, I fucking hate this. Segment. <laughs> that hurt me. Uh, listening to to that, but I'm glad that you did it. That was earnestly a very kind message. Whether or not it was 100% truthful is up to the judges. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is 100% truthful. It's bullshit. Because okay, because if I fucking get a text, if I fucking get a text from some, you from her or or somebody that knows us, do. if I get a fucking text from somebody. Like and they say, well, that was fucking bullshit. That's that's bullshit because it was true. Honestly, like we've never had actual closure. I yeah. feel like we never really yeah. have. But like honestly, I was told through the grapevine that she was engaged, and it was like, oh, okay. Like like I didn't feel anything of like, yeah. like shot to the chest. It was more just like okay. Like and, and honestly, all genuine, all earnest. Like I wish I wish you all the best. You know, I raise a glass and cheers, best wishes, and 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 just you know, and yeah, I don't know. Good. I think I think that was great. But I would just like to say to you, if it makes you feel any better, uh, the first girl that I was ever in love with, the first girl that I ever told I love you to, uh, ended up marrying another guy named Austin, and they are happily married. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> 
us. And and she is not she is not one of the three people that I went out with last summer that are currently engaged. This is a different girl. All right, so my shot in the dark is going to be more professional than personal. You know, Hunter, you know this. My personal life hasn't been, um, how do I say this, uh, flourishing recently. I think most roads have come to an end there, so I don't need to extend them. I think I would just be driving off a cliff rather than crossing a bridge. So professionally speaking, and I've said this to this gentleman in person before, but this is going to be much more public, Mike Burling, general manager of the Durham Bulls, vice president of Capital Broadcasting Company, Incorporated, I believe. Give me your job, man. Give, give me your job. Send me back home. Get me back to the bowl. Get me back at the DBAP. Surround me with my people. Let me do my thing. I'm available. I'm not sure what you have available, but hey, man, uh, you've done a great job over the course of your career. You've provided opportunities for, for young kids like myself to enjoy themselves at the DBAP. I'd love to continue that legacy. More than anything, I'd love for you to have a chance to enjoy retirement, spending time. So, yeah, uh, I'd like your job. Mike Burling, uh, give me your job. Uh, <laughs> not not right now, um, you know, necessarily. I'm realizing this is coming across as pretty crass. I'll, I'll take anything you got. Uh, I'm willing to work <laughs> willing to work my way uh, up through the ranks. But, yeah, Mike Burling, Durham Bulls, uh, send me back. Let me, uh, let me display this, uh, this bull on my arm to the people of the Bull City. That's my shot in the dark, baby. That's the, that's the inaugural one. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. What a first fucking episode. What an like, episode. This, like, we, we rambled. This is like a long one. It's going to be a fucking bitch to edit. But yeah, I think it kind of captures the essence of whatever the fuck this is. And I hate, I hate, I hate that like everyone has started a podcast now because you and I talked about it. I was like, we're totally fucking those guys that are like, <laughs> oh, let's start a podcast. Yeah. Everyone will fucking yeah. love it. And like, so if you're listening to this and you listen to all the way, we do seriously, sincerely appreciate yes. it. Um, yes. You know, it's probably just going to be like a few Twitter friends that we have. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, this thing grows. And, and obviously, as we get better at this shit, um, it'll be it'll be much easier. Appreciate it, though. I guess. What do we say? Subscribe, rate and review. Is that it? That's a podcaster thing. Yeah, to say, right? Fuck yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, echo, <laughs> echo all of Hunter's sentiments. Thank you so much for, for listening. Um, yeah, we we hope that this is as much of a release for y'all as it is for us. Um, I had a fucking great time, but yeah, subscribe, rate, review. Um, we are Snapbacks and Interbrews. Give us a shout on Twitter. We are at Interbrews Pod. That's I N T E R B R E W S P O D. For at least the first like couple of months, we'll follow back everybody that follows us on Twitter. So hit us up at Interbrews Pod. We will definitely follow you back. Cannot thank you enough. Um, we will uh, be having a little sign off every week, uh, Hunter. I, I, if you're okay with it, I would like for you to to give us our sign off this uh, this first week here. Oh, what do I got to do? Read with read read this little cue card. Read, right read this cue card, baby. All right. For Austin Share, I'm Hunter Hornstein, and remember, keep your hats backwards, glasses up, and love yourself as much as we love you. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. I crushed that. Oh, my God. Yeah, you did. Thank you.